What's up, everybody? My name is Mitchell Manis. Welcome back to the second episode of the Hogline Podcast. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, my brother, Jack. Say what's up to the people. Hello, everyone out there. Thanks for coming out tonight. Yeah, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, anyway, we have a variety of NBA topics to get into today. We are going to be discussing the NBA draft last night, our initial thoughts, uh, who we think is an early candidate for Rookie of the Year, and... No, 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 no. Rookie of the Year outside the top ten. Outside the top yeah, ten. That's... I want to make that clear. And clear. who who we thought had the best landing spot and all sorts of things of that nature. After the NBA draft talk, we are going to be previewing the NBA Awards show, which is this Monday coming up on June 25th. We are going to be giving our thoughts on the six major awards, which are MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year. And following all that, we will end our show today with a fun little activity that Jack came up with. Uh, we are going to look at all the second round selections that are currently still playing in the NBA. And we are going to, we both compiled a team out of those second rounders and we have not told each other uh, who we have selected. And we are going to see if those teams could compete in today's NBA and see where they would stack up. So that's today's itinerary, and we are going to get into the NBA draft talk. Uh, it was very exciting. I watched the whole thing. I want to preface this and say Jack did not, unfortunately, did not get to watch it, but he's still going to give his thoughts. He I followed it. He followed it intently, and I gave him a lot of ups updates. Excuse me. So Jack, from knowing what you know, what are your initial thoughts? Um, well, like I. <laughs> said I didn't watch it, but <laughs> it was kind of hard to follow because of all the trades that went on. Yeah, there were like five or six trades, I in think. In the first or just in general? I don't know. No, I think in the whole thing. Okay. There were like three in the first and two two or three in the second, I think. But yeah, I had no idea about the um, the Trey Young and Luka Doncic once you called me. And yeah, it was pretty crazy. I it I, was. I don't think anyone expected Trey Young to go that high. Like I, I don't like looking back at. Are we saying that he selected third or fifth? I don't really know because the Hawks had the third pick, and I don't know if anyone expected him to go there. Do you know I what was what was the trade exactly? Do you remember? No, no, off the top of your head, I can just look real quick. But I think it was Trey Young, obviously got sent to the Hawks. Yeah. And Doncic got traded to the Mavericks, and I think it was two. They just said two future second rounders. I think it was. I didn't think it was. Okay. Any specific future second rounders? That's kind of. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess they just liked them straight up one for one. And, and a protected first rounder, so, and uh, a protected twenty nineteen first rounder, to the Hawks. Who's first rounder in twenty nineteen? I don't. It doesn't. What I'm looking at doesn't say. But. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty crazy. Kind of lot. Yeah, I, it it's gonna that'll probably have a huge impact on it will have a huge impact on each of the organizations. Yeah, like I just saw Stephen A. Smith say, like, you the rest of their careers, those players are just gonna be linked now. Just see, like, yeah, kind of just seeing who both won the guards, deal that. both good passers, good shooters, obviously. Yeah, similar game styles and this. They will link trade. Just that, yeah, yeah, I know the trade link exactly. The trade, yeah. And yeah. Exactly. Uh, what are your thoughts on DeAndre Ayton going one? Not a surprise. I think pretty clear cut number one. Um, would you my... would you have considered Bagley? I know we've been no I no wouldn't. no I wouldn't have. I mean I I think you you've been a Bagley fan all year, right? Yeah, but I just think Ayton is too dominant. I I am an Ayton fan, obviously. <laughs> And then in the tournament, I picked Arizona to go to Bad the, cha- move. <laughs> the championship. Bad move. And he, they got bounced in the first round. We were, at Buffalo, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings. Baylor? Whoever. No, no, no. no. I don't remember. Not Baylor. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings for that. No, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. yeah. A B team. Yeah. They, I mean, I think they were four, 3 and 14, right? That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack's uh, not the best at picking March Madness. I know you picked one. You had Wisconsin, right? 
yeah, a couple years when ago. When they won with Frank Kaminsky and just in general, I can't Nigel Hayes. Sports. <laughs> yeah. Jack's not the best fantasy football player. We'll just put that out I there. have a ring. Yeah, I, he, barely, I barely. 12 busy. years old, youngest owner in our league to ever, uh, 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 ever uh, will that, be. That, we don't want to hear it. He, right. barely, he, he barely won that ring. That's My name's on the ball. All right. Okay. All um, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, maybe Aiton's game will translate better to the NBA than Bagley's. I don't know. I, I, I think Bagley's maybe a slightly better offensive talent. I think there's still questions about his defense. Probably Bagley's a better offensive ben, talent. You mean I, it's close, but I think they've, maybe Bagley has a str- slight edge. There's questions about both of their defensive games. They, yeah, Bagley but I think I learned recently that um, like Aiden wasn't hasn't been playing for that long. Yeah, he's from like, like the Dominican or something. It's right? kind of like a Joel Embiid thing. I, he hasn't been playing that long, and he's pretty poor. From what I hear, I mean the whole. Well, he won't be. Take, he won't be for long. Let's just put it. Right. That. He's gonna have to take a pay cut when he goes to the sun. Oh yeah, we saw a funny <laughs> thing on Not Sports Center posted on Instagram. It's like DeAndre Ayton when he finds out he has to take a pay cut from playing Arizona to the Suns. No, but so he hasn't been playing for that long. So I feel like he, like he's already at it. Obviously, the pick number one overall. But like, he's gonna be developed even more. Like his game isn't even at its peak yet. So like. I think he's a high ceiling, but... Yeah, the, his NBA player yeah. comp was DeMarcus Cousins, I, I think it was. Oh. Who'd you see? Well, I mean, I just hear Shaq, but Shaq? he's not currently in the NBA, so I, yeah. Yeah, I hear DeMarcus Cousins. No, he's... Cousins, really? I think he's more of athletic than Cousins. Cousins is a versatile big man. He shoots... kind of he, big. He, he shoots threes and stuff, so... <laughs> not very well. No, he... Cousins can, shoots threes? He can pop an outside shot. Look it up one But time. does Aiden really shoot that much? I, I don't know. That's just what I saw. His NBA comp was... De- uh, not Dion. His, his comp was himself. Yeah. Was DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much our initial reactions there. I want to sure. say a quick word. I know this is jumping around a little bit, but I want to say a quick word about the NBA trade system. I know I was talking to a couple of other my friends, and they were mad as well. And it was... And this is mainly focused around Mikhail Bridges, that he was traded from the 76ers to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the 10th overall selection traded for the 15th overall selection and the 2020 Miami first, I believe it was. And I just think it's so stupid how the NBA does it that way. Every other sport, the trades are finalized before the pick happens. And the NBA, I don't, I, I don't even fully understand it, really. It's kind of like they trade the rights to the player. And it's so dumb how, like, it, yeah. Miles Bridges went up to the draft, like, up to the podium, wearing a Clippers hat. And then he's not even on the Clippers. He's going to be playing for the Charlotte Hornets next year. I just, I don't understand it. And then the Mikhail Bridges situation was so, like, because that trade took, like, 30, 40 minutes to go through. Right. And he didn't even know, and like it, it's just because of the situation with his mom and how she works for the Sixers, and there was a, there was Jay Wright at the table, and obviously all his friends, and like I don't know if he has a girlfriend, like everyone was there. Yeah, he's he's from yeah he's, he's a Nova, but is he from is he from the area? I think so. Yeah, he's a local Regardless, he's a local yeah. kid, local program, and they. He, he, probably his dream was to play for the 76ers. No, he's and, and yeah, 3,000 miles away. He's, tra- he's going to the other end of the country. So it's just, I just don't like it. And it, it, he had a dream. I know his dreams, obviously, he's not going to complain that much. He's still playing in the NBA, but I just think it's dumb. And I just wanted to put that out there. And that's my little rant for there. So, and I know Jack's mad that. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's dumb from the Sixers standpoint. Because I was, oh, I thought he'd be a perfect fit for the Sixers. I know you, you've been saying that for weeks. Yeah, like months since the tournament, pretty much. You've been saying this guy fits in with the Sixers. Yeah, he's he can pop, he can pull from three. He he, I heard someone say this comparison. He'd be like a his ceiling is a Clay Thompson, which I don't know. Clay Thompson's, it's that's kind of lofty to compare him to Clay Thompson, but he'd be similar, and I think maybe he could be a little like worse Clay Thompson I honestly that's uh, who knows but like similar to Clay Thompson they're the same size uh both really good defenders he can Bridges can pull from three he's not as good as a shooter as Thompson I guess but 
But and, still, like, yeah. on, a, on a team like the Sixers, like, you have Simmons can, like, penetrating the lane, like, kick it out to Bridges on the on the wing. That, it would just I thought it would just work perfect. Which, and his defense, too. He's a yeah, great, great I, defender. And you can't, anyone can use a great defender, but... Um, and if you if you look at the Sixers, and he, he sorry he he'd be like one of the older guys. Actually, he wouldn't be. He's older than Simmons, probably. That's weird. Yeah, because it's Bridges, weird to think. He's old, obviously older than Fultz, and he's probably the same age as Simmons. But I think I think Simmons is twenty one, and I think Bridges is twenty two. Honestly, I think he's a senior. I don't remember. But I don't whatever. Know. If you look he'd at fit right in there. Exactly. If you look at the Sixers starters, like if you look at a weak spot, I'd say maybe Covington's the worst starter. Maybe yeah, and I think and he, he would small put puts in the three spot, right. and I think it'd be good, and he could maybe come up with a bench. It, this is all right. doesn't matter now because he's not on the team, but yeah, like a Sixers would be a good fit because like he's not, he's obviously a top ten pick in the draft, which is great, but like he's not gonna be like your franchise superstar, like what people are saying about Doncic or Aiton, but like he'd be that good role where he'd be like really solid as like. He he uh, he'd be like the third fourth best player in the Sixers right now, which would be great for him. Like yeah. in a Clay Thompson situation, like Clay Thompson's third best in the Warriors, so like it would just fit in great. But now, now he's traded the Suns. I really like the Suns because they have Booker, and I'm still a fan of Josh Jackson. And I, he didn't have the rookie year that Tatum or Mitchell right, that or people wanted him to Simmons have, had, but, but he he had a solid year. What what can you do on the Suns? There's not many players right. in the Suns that are. You know, legit guys, but he did what he... I think, yeah, he had a solid rookie year. To yeah, so the Suns, they're all... Uh, Booker's, what, 25? Not even. He's 20. He, no, he's really young. He's like 23. No, yeah, he's like probably... T- I don't know exactly. 23, probably. Whatever, yeah. So they got Booker, Jackson, um, Bridges, and Aiton now. And I feel like in a few years, like, that team can... I mean, the West is so tough, but, like, they can make a splash. Soon or whatever, but True. yeah, and now Bridges. I mean, I feel like Bridges can kind of playing like a chip on his shoulder now that he with the whole situation we we're just talking about. But yeah, it'll certainly be exciting to see, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, I have a question. We both answered this. What is a non-lottery pick, or maybe not like not a top ten pick outside the top ten that could make a splash in his rookie year, or maybe? you know, make headway for rookie of the year like Donovan Mitchell did. So who do you have there, Jack? Who's a who's a non top ten player that could make that push in his rookie year? Um, I had two guys. One, Michael Porter Jr. which Jack's I, a big Michael Porter Jr. fan. Yeah, I am. Cause whenever, cause I like to believe injuries don't exist, so yeah, I'm a big Michael Porter Jr. fan. He's a little delusional in that <laughs> logic. Sure, but I Right before the draft, I got an alert saying how, like, I forget the exact odds, but, like, his odds being a top 12 pick, like, completely flipped that his, like, whatever, that his is more likely he'd be, like, a below the 13th pick, which I don't know why. Yeah, it was literally, like, it was probably, like, 6 o'clock. Like, right before the draft, I got a Bleacher Report alert saying that. Oh, okay. His, I don't know why, like, his odds just flips so much like so significantly like that like an hour before like as if they didn't know like about his injury history like i don't know what what made his stock they have all these access to medical records i don't know what made his stock plummet so much within an hour of the draft which would kind of be tough for him but um i mean just scary to think about it's just anticipation for the draft but uh yeah i mean yeah i i but i'm i'm excited that he kind of fell this far to a potential playoff team like they can last game of the season last year the nuggets were were competing for that there was came down the last game the last game it went to overtime yeah Yeah. so i mean they're the nuggets i was a fan of and paul paul Millsap got hurt and if he didn't get hurt the nuggets could be right there so i wasn't a i wasn't a huge fan of the nuggets this season just i mean just because not a huge fan just i didn't think that they were ready yet but given they have michael porter jr now and they're and what um what's his name Jokic? Well, how like they're the same size, but in the same play the same position, just so differently. Like Jokic is more of a no. Jokic Jokic is more of a big man and right. He's Porter's more a big more, man, yeah. Wing he, player and, Porter. Right, Porter can uh he can pull up. He's a better shot, I'd say, and he's more uh elusive and quicker. So yeah, they're both the same size, the same list, the same position, but it's just interesting how they're different. I'm 
excited to see how they're going to play together. So I'm excited for that. Should I say my other one, too? Yeah, who do you have? Who's the other guy you have? And the other potential rookie of the year outside of that 10 was Lonnie Walker. Um, he's from around here, kind yeah, of. hometown. I think he's from Reading. Yeah. Um, I think he played with <coughs> Cam Excuse Reddish. Me. I don't know. Maybe not. Reddish is from Reading? I think so. Hmm. Or I didn't know that. Whatever. Maybe not Reading. He's from around here. I think he's like Westchester. But So, yeah, I had him because this was only in a case where um, Kawhi leaves. He got out by the Spurs and pick 17, I think it was. Yeah, he'll certainly have the ball. So, right. have the ball more in his hands with Kawhi I think leaves. it could be a Donovan Mitchell situation. How, like, Donovan Mitchell, he well-coached. And I think if anyone, Popovich is going to bring up the talent in Lonnie Walker, which he has he's done for years, obviously. And Mitchell had a um, a great big man in Rudy Gobert, similar to um, Walker will have in, um, what is it, Aldridge? Aldridge, yeah. So it's kind of a similar situation I see. And under right manager, this is only if Kawhi leaves. If Kawhi stays, maybe he could too, but... Definitely, if Kawhi leaves, I would look out for him because of how much production he'll get, and I feel like Popovich is going to exploit that right because he's just great, great coach. So he is my two. Yeah, Pop is certainly a legend. Uh, goat, goat. And to answer to that question that I put, I put, I have three guys here. I'll just briefly explain both of them. I have Dante Divincenzo. I, I heard like I heard a couple other experts pick him and i i agreed with it i think he can bring he's on the bucks he got picked i think 16th overall and he i don't necessarily know if he'll start i don't think he will i think he'll come off the bench and i think he could provide the bucks with that high energy defensive go-getter guy that they need and the bucks were i think seventh in the east last year and they lost to the celtics but like i don't know he could give them that you know piece that they maybe need uh i have also aaron holiday on this list aaron holiday got picked by the indiana pacers i think maybe right after divincenzo i don't know shortly after him if yeah, not right after Copics after i think yeah and i i mean he's a, he's a small guy he's a point guard and i know uh i'll tell what yeah, is he 510 or is that not right no nah, he's okay, six six one he's listed at oh that's still pretty small and uh they got oladipo at the point but maybe he'll come off the bench as well i mean not every rookie class is going to be as special as the one we just saw with yeah. simmons and mitchell and Definitely tatum like look at the one the year before that with malcolm brogdon like he's no disrespect right. to brogdon but he's not he's simmons or mitchell or tatum like, wasn't he's, it between brogdon or Embiid? As rookie of the year? Yeah, but Embiid yeah, played, like, 30 yeah, games. Yeah, didn't play enough, which I guess that makes sense, but... For some reason, I thought Thon Maker was up there. That could be wrong. That could be totally wrong. I don't... Is he in the Bucks? Yeah, he's also so in the Bucks. So both of them were in the... <laughs> I, 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 that, that, that's probably completely wrong. I Ignore what I just said there. I don't... I Thon Maker was we'll in the for that. some reason. We'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, and then also kind of a flyer guy I have is Mo Wagner out of Michigan, and he got picked late by the Lakers. I... I just I love Michigan. I I picked them to go far in the NCAA tournament two years in a row, and I've watched a lot of Wagner, and he's just a he's a beast on the boards. He's a good scorer, and he potentially maybe could start over Brooke Lopez, but Brooke Lopez. Robin Lopez, uh, one of the Lopez. No, 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 it's Brooke. It's Brooke. Brooke. All right, yeah. good. I mean, Brooke Lopez is a decent player, and I mean the Lakers have a lot of young pieces. I honestly, be so, that's it, it could a young be roster. It could be completely Wagner different starts, yeah. if LeBron goes there. Could be completely different if Paul George or LeBron. Who knows? It, that prediction could be totally off, but we will see there. So those are the guys we Wait, have. Can I speak to um, Divincenzo for a sec? Yeah, um, real quick. How uh, I think that he might have. Well, I want him to stay another year, just because I think he still has time to develop. Because he he came off the bench all year for Vill- Villanova. Yeah. And six he man. really yeah he really he was six man of the year was he for NCA? At know. least the Big East. I don't yeah, know about I, the NCA. I don't know if they even have that award for the whole college or whatever. Crap. <laughs> oh. I just got a major Charlie horse. Ooh, that hurts so bad. Oh, man, I freaking... Sorry about that. What is that out <laughs> Um, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I, uh, I really like him. I think maybe he might take a year to develop more, 
just like how he would use that year as a, a another year at Nova, like to develop his game more, which I think he might use that whatever as his rookie year. So I wouldn't say he'd be rookie of the year. I really only emerged in the final four, and especially obviously during the 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 championship, which kind of proves he can perform at a big stage, which is which is promising. But that's. That's just my my skept my skeptics about him as of now. But hey, I'm probably wrong. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll certainly see. Time will tell. Uh, we have I have another question. What is the best? Who who what player landed in the best spot? Not necessarily, okay. you know. It does it doesn't matter about value or anything. But who had the best landing spot in your opinion? Uh, I have a couple guys. Uh, my first guy. I feel like not many people are talking about. Was Wendell Carter Jr. picked six by the Bulls? I think he was seven, but it doesn't matter. You're right. He was seven. Bamba was six. Um, anyway, thank you for correcting me. <laughs> um, I so uh, he's at Duke. He um he wasn't really asked to be. Obviously, he he was like their third. and wasn't even their. He wasn't the go-to guy. He wasn't even their second. Uh, he's probably third. I mean, better player than Grayson Allen, but. I'd say at Duke, they may have relied on Allen more just because of his experience and whatever and whatnot. But um, I think the Bulls are a good fit for him because, well, I feel like he's going to, I don't know if he'll start right away over cave, the other caveman, Lopez, Robin Lopez. But um, I mean, they have Markkinen. That's a big man. They kind of play the same no, position. Mark, Markkinen's in the Bulls, yeah. Yeah, he's in the Bulls, but I thought he's like a, he's like a wing player. He's like 6'8". Mm, no, he, he's seven foot, dude. Markin is not seven foot. I'll look that up right now. He's, but I'm pretty sure he's a big man, and he's similar role as Wendell Carter. Similar role. Similar role, but I mean, not. I think it, Carter's more of a big man. Oh wow, you're right. He's seven foot, but yeah. he's a big dude. No, but Markin, he's a better shooter, far better shooter. He's gonna be. He plays out more. Plays more out on the wing. That, that plays out more on the wing. Whatever. But he's out in the wing more. He's taking more shots, and I feel like. I still, like I, like Wendell Carter Jr. He doesn't really have a noticeable weakness in his game. He's I saw he like comparison to Al Horford, which is a good comparison. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a good fit for them because he's not gonna he on the Bulls. It's kind of similar to his role at Duke. He's not gonna have gonna be that like go to guy that playmaker because they got they got Marketing Chris, Chris Dunn, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. So like he he's not gonna be one. Of, he's not gonna be that. He's not asked to do that, which is good good fit for him. He'll just be like a solid player, like like Horford. He's defensively and just as his role as a big man, which I think the Bulls would be perfect for him. So that's why I chose him uh, as a whatever hit a good landing spot. Um, Luka Doncic, great landing spot for the Mavs. Not got really great backcourt with Dennis Smith and him. Right. Other than that, not really much going on. Dirk's out the door. Yeah. Well, I I, I think that's perfect. They're obviously both your Dirk's the best. European guy to come over. Yeah, that they could... got that Euro connection. Right, so I feel like I th- this has to be Dirk's last year. He's really on the decline, so I feel like as he goes down, Doncic is going to come up, and I don't know how much how much of an impact quote-unquote mentoring him is going to have. I hope, I, I, I like to think it is, but so I feel like that would be a good dynamic for Doncic, and there's, there's obviously not much going on there in regards to talent. So I he's gonna I feel like he's gonna be handed the keys to that team and he's proven that he's a big playmaker and I know like it bounces around that he's coming from the um what's it, I don't know what the league's called but everyone always says how it's the second best league in the world which that's kind of important not to overlook that like the second best league in the world NBA then this the Euro League and then the NCAA he's coming from a league. That's better than all these guys are coming from, which I think is, yeah. and he dom- he dominates that league. I guess so. Which I think that's more important than people are are thinking about. But yeah, I'm why? Cer- I certainly like Doncic's. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good spot. I have another one. And what was I gonna say? No, go ahead. You can say your other one. Oh, my last one was just Kevin Knox, which going into the draft, I thought they should pick up. I thought pick up. I thought they should draft a guard, but. I feel like Knox would be is gonna be a good fit there. Very young, he's like eighteen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's just I he, drawing comparisons to Tatum. That's so. I mean, that's a good comparison to have. Very good. <laughs> Very good, and 
it's similar situation to Tatum, how he has a star to rely on. I I don't know about next year. What? Porzingis might not play the first half. I know of next he's, year. he's not gonna, uh, he's not predicted to come back till January, but he'll have a star to rely on. I mean, Kyrie was out for part of the year, so it's similar. Yeah. And I feel like they're both similar players, similar style, and they both have. I wouldn't say Scott Fisdale is on the level of Stephen. Dave, Dave Fisdale. Oh my bad. <laughs> Dave, you're right. Dave is. I don't. I don't think Fisdale's on the level that Stevens is at. But good coach, though. Right. I think that a good coach is huge for a young, obviously a player that young. So similar to Tatum, I feel like the coach is going to help him bring out his talents, which could be a. So it's a good fit. Yeah. I mean, surprise rookie of the year. Uh, those are probably my rookies of the year candidates. Not not Wendell Carter Jr., but Doncic or Knox would be my, as of right now, my front runners right. for rookie of the year. So, yeah. Yeah, I, for best landing spot, I got... Uh, Rob, I'm, I'm not saying this as a biased Celtics fan, but I really think Robert Williams... I like that pick. If you look at the Celtics, they one thing that they lack is a... Dom, I know I'm going to say Al Horford, but... Horford's never been a rebounder necessarily. He's done a lot. He's I love his skill set. He's got he's great defender, great passer for a big man, and he can score when he gets the tough buckets when we need. But a a true shot blocking, defensive rebounding big man like a huge guy, and I think Robert Williams could develop nicely into that. I I think that's a good landing spot, and I'm trying not to be biased here, but I really like that. Pick for the Celtics. I, I was very happy with that, and I I know we talked about uh, Michael Porter Jr. But I, going to a potential playoff team, I love the Nuggets. I don't know if if I, I I'm on record saying Michael Porter Jr. will be a bust, but yeah, but I've been saying that for a while. It's a it's a big if, but if he can stay healthy, you're getting arguably the best player in the draft at 14. So you can't ignore that as a potential blockbuster, knock it out of the park landing spot. So that's our NBA draft talk. We're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about the NBA award ceremony. It is on Monday. That is June 25th and it is hosted by this guy named Anthony Anderson. Don't know who that is. Apparently he's on, he's on the TV show Blackish. Blackish. That's it. Never watched it. Don't know who that is, but uh, Drake was a good host last year. I watched that whole thing last year. It, it, It was funny. Uh, and the TNT crew will be there with Jack and Chuck and Ernie and Kenny, so that'll be a good time. Travis Scott is performing, and I, I'm i going to watch it. I'm looking forward to it, and it's going to be a good time. So Jack and I are going to give our picks on, like I said in the beginning, of the main six awards, MVP, Rookie of the Year, and all that. And let's start it off with the most important one, and it's MVP. I think we have the same guy here. We better. It's, <laughs> or one of us not making it out of this room alive. It is, uh, it's LeBron, in my opinion. It's the king, the goat, all the above. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't, if I had to, like, bet my life on it, I think Harden oh, would get right. it. Oh, right, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's going to win, but if he got, if Le, if we had votes, we'd vote for LeBron. For sure. I want him to win, no doubt. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say I think it's going to happen, because everyone's just like, oh, it's Harden's ear, it's Harden's ear. Well, look how terrible this Cavs team is. I think it should be LeBron's ear. Yeah. And every year. I, we're, we're, let's try to, like, you know, we, we have a lot to get to here, so let's not, like, go on day about it. But LeBron, if you look at his stats, he's arguably playing the best in his 15th year. It's crazy. Uh, what he averaged, 27... Nine assists, eight boards, something like that. Close to it. Shot. He shot the same from three as James Harden did. I I, I don't know. Like, Mm. much better field goal percentage. And it's not a knock on Harden. Harden is a great player, and he he does deserve the MVP, but unfortunately he's playing in the NBA when LeBron plays in the NBA. True. So, I mean, and Anthony Davis is also up for this. Let's give a shout-out to Anthony Davis, too. Great young player. But uh, we great young man, <laughs> great young man does a lot in his community. We we like LeBron. That's the final word on that. Good guy, good guy. And let's move on to perhaps a probably a bigger debate than MVP. True. Rookie of the year, and uh, this is so close to call. We live in Philadelphia, and all of 
there's a bunch of Sixers fans and it's Simmons, 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 but it, it's closer than they think. It is closer yeah. than they think. And Donovan Mitchell is a dynamic player, and he will be a superstar in this league. He will be a multiple-time all-star, I will tell you that, and so will Simmons. But who do you have, Jack? I am still sticking with Simmons. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I just think that he's... He fell, He obviously fell off in the playoffs. He didn't have a great postseason, but he's just a complete player. And it's not a postseason award. It's a regular season award. Exactly, exactly. right. It's not a postseason award. If it was a postseason award... Tatum get my vote. I wouldn't get Tatum. I'd still give it, I'd give it to Mitchell because, I mean, Tatum had a good regular season, but Mitchell had a great postseason. He and balled a, out. And a great regular season combined. So I, if it was it was a postseason and regular season award, I'd give it to Mitchell. It was, But it's a just a regular season award, so I'd give it to Simmons. If it was just a, just a postseason award, I'd give it to Tatum. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it was just hyping up down to Mitchell there, but Simmons <laughs> gets my vote as well. Gotcha. He <laughs> got him. I, uh, special talent. He, uh, great passing ability for a big man. And, uh, Philly got a good one. So I'll just put it at that. Uh, defensive player of the year. The candidates were Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, and Anthony Davis. And who did you pick, Jack? Uh, AD. Again, we have the same. I know we're just going yeah. chalk kind of here. We have the same picks, but Anthony Davis. I I would let me say this. I would have picked Rudy Gobert if he had played more games. He played like really? fifty games. Was he injured? He was injured. Because what do you think he was doing all that time? Know, just chilling. I, I mean, maybe rest. I don't know exactly. But Rudy Gobert, I think out of these three, all obviously all of them are great defenders, and we're splitting hairs by arguing about it. But true. But it's just the availability thing that was the last you know, deciding factor in my selection. But I'm going with AD. Uh, a lot of defensive rebounds, a lot of block shots. I think he led the league. Could be mistaken. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, I, I picked AD because just why... Again, you're we're splitting hairs here, but watching them play, I feel like Davis has more of a... Just a more of a defensive pre- presence on the court. It's just when he steps on the court, like, it's just harder to score on it. That sounds dumb, but... And he leads, I mean, he leads in all def- defensive. Like he lead out of Embiid, Gobert, and Davis. Davis leads in like defensive rebounds, total rebounds, blocks, steals. Uh, I don't. I just. I think you just give it to him, and partly because no one's talking about an MVP, so I kind of feel bad for him. So and yeah. he did it without Demarcus. Right, that's true. He, you know, and they didn't. They lo- It looked like they didn't miss a beat when he was gone because right. AD just went on another level. I think he went on that insane scoring streak. So, you know, much love for Anthony Davis there. Good guy. Good guy. We're going to sixth man of the year. The, you know, the finalists for that were Eric Gordon, who won it last year of the Houston Rockets, Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers, and Fran- Fred, excuse me, Fred Van Vliet of the yeah. Toronto Raptors, who was a shocker. Let me put it out there. Go Wichita State. Who did you pick, Jack? Uh, Lou. Lou Williams. Yeah, I I mean, it's hard to argue that. He had a career high of 22 points. I think he had did he like, five rebounds. I don't know. It was game. like 22.5. It was like 23 or 22.6. The fact that Lou Williams, he should, I think he, he would get an all-star vote in my opinion. Probably he over. Shouldn't, he shouldn't come off the bench. For, he shouldn't well, that's just the role for. he's. That's just a role. That's that true. It's, it's, it's kind of been his role for his whole career. You're right, but but yeah. he should have made the if he got it. If I was voting, he would have gotten an all star vote for me, and it's just hard to argue. I, Eric Gordon had another spectacular year, but Williams really took it to another level, and uh, I just I'm a big fan of him. So yeah, that's sixth man of the yep, year, and uh, we're gonna go to most improved player of the year. And I think this is just another obvious one. I, I would really be shocked if the player we're about to mention does not win it. And you want to say his name? Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. And obviously a huge story of last NBA offseason was when Victor Oladipo got traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Indiana Pacers in exchange for Paul George. 
and Demon- uh, Sabonis was a part of that as well. Don't forget good. about him. And another well. good young player, yes. But Oladipo okay. proved that he proved the haters wrong, and he he really, um, you know, showed he was worth what they traded for. Yeah, I mean, he really turned into a superstar. I mean, he making the All Star game. Right. Well, I mean, people say it's hard to play with Russ, which. That's a whole other whole topic other for debate. another show. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring but, Kieran on for that, but that'll be a good time. <laughs> but in but I'll give you that I mean it's it's no it's no secret that playing with playing with Russ, like he, he's gonna take a lot of the product offensive production and just he's the man of your team, whatever team he's on. But I mean Old Depot just proved that he's he can be the man of his team, which he didn't get that opportunity last year. I mean So yeah. I, I think it's should be old Depot. I mean, who is it? Capella and Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie? Capella's nice. Capella yeah, is he's, nice. I mean, Dinwiddie, uh, he's not bad. He's but good. Like, yeah, he's good. Uh, he just doesn't get Hard to be these. spectacular on the Brooklyn Nets. We'll put it at that. <laughs> right. They have nothing going on there. Exactly. Right. So, the final award we have to wrap up our discussion and preview on the NBA award show is Coach of the Year. And the candidates were Brad Stevens of the Boston Celtics, Dwayne Casey, who got fired, doesn't make any sense, <laughs> yeah, no, of weird. the Toronto Raptors and Quinn Snyder of the Utah Jazz. Who do you have, Jack? Uh, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Yeah. I'm going to shock people. I am going to pick Quinn Snyder. Interesting. Make I, your case. It, <laughs> Brad Stevens, I would follow him to the grave. Let's, let me preface. <laughs> he could lead me off a cliff. He, uh, he could coach me off a cliff any day. He could. Great, great. Oh, I can't say enough about him. I can't sing his praises enough. But Quinn Snyder, he didn't have the players that Brad Steven had. I know that Kyrie and Gordon Hayward got hurt. Gordon Hayward obviously right off the bat in the end of the season, and Kyrie later on. But he still has Al Horford. And I know they both had rookies, but he had Jalen Brown. And like I, the Al Horford, the Celtics roster is better than the Jazz roster, and the fact that like, the Jazz were they didn't when Gordon Hayward picked up and he signed with the Celtics, the Jazz they had the same season if not better than they did last year. And if if we're gonna make a case for Donovan Mitchell for the Rookie of the Year, who do you think like the got him and developed him that way? It's Snyder, and I think he did a fantastic job this year. All right, well, and yeah, I I mean Brad Stevens, I. Obviously, could win it, and Dwayne Casey. I know he reshaped that roster like with the same pieces, and they did fantastic this season. I don't think he should have got fired. Yeah, but I'm going fired. with Quinn Snyder. Well, all right. You said that you said that Stevens. Sorry, you said that the Celtics have a purely better roster than the the Jazz do. I think so. Which is true. They do. Even with the injuries, but they made it farther. So it's it's like relative. Like the, the it's Snyder. Regu- yeah, it's a regular season award though. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think and that. the West is tougher. Okay, hold on. The Jazz are in the East. Maybe they'd be a top three seed. They could be, right. But Stevens, he he did have a better talent, more talent to work with. However, well, first of all, I think he brought out, he brings out the best in Rozier late in the season. Yeah. And, well, what was I going to say? Honestly, everyone's development of Tatum. Right, yeah. He's just like how Snyder is for Mitchell, he's responsible for Tatum. And I think a big thing is that Stevens, uh, his roster changed, his starting, like, his starting lineup changed so much throughout the whole year. And with injuries that the Celtics had to go through, and he kept them at the top of the East, I think that's pretty impressive how he was able to do that throughout the whole year. I mean, they. The Jazz had a pretty consistent starting lineup the whole year, and Stevens has had to deal with uh, more injuries and more things to more changes to their lineup and their roster in general. I mean, Gordon Hayward, they're practicing the offseason with him, first game while he goes down. But then he loses their main superstar, Kyrie. It's like if Snyder lost Donovan Mitchell, like that would be. It's I, kind of similar to that. Yeah. Like he, they lost like who they rely on, and he still kept them at. Took LeBron. I mean, I'm going to referencing postseason again, but took LeBron in Game Seven, and even getting. I mean, finished second in the East, but whatever. So look, look yeah. I, I, I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> I, I know I do, and um, 
but like the fact that no one no one had the Jazz making the playoffs after Gordon Hayward. That's true. And everyone like, yeah. people had the Celtics, you know, they they were deep team and people had the Celtics finishing atop the East and just the fact that no one had them. It's kind of like the Pacers. So I mean, I feel like he's going to be the new Brad. Brad Stevens is going to be the new Greg Popovich, in my opinion. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, just look what Isaiah Thomas, for example. Like, he... (laughs) Amazing, whatever, last year on the Celtics. And then, I mean, he's still good, but, like, nowhere close to what he was in the Celtics. I mean, for granted, he was their go-to guy. And they're really... Their biggest op, like... Whatever main yeah. source last year. I, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. It's uh, Brad Stevens obviously has a huge impact on the NBA and will for years to come. Yeah. All right. So that is our preview of the NBA awards. And to close off the episode today, we are going to do this fun activity that Jack came up with. As I explained in the beginning, we looked at all the second round selections that are currently still playing in the NBA. And we made a starting roster and put some reserves together, and we're going to see if those guys could compete in the NBA today. We'll probably sure. have you know similarities, probably a lot of similarities, because yeah, I mean, so. it's the list of the list and the players. Like it's not like we're we we did our own research, but right. it's just the list of players, you know. So we'll probably have some similarities on here, and we can kick it off. But Jack, just read your whole. Just read, your whole, wanna, just read your whole starters. I want to go, go ahead. All right, fine. I want to go position by position. All right, I'll go starters. All right, fine. All right. Point guard, Isaiah Thomas. Okay. You probably the same thing. Uh, shooting guard, uh, Goran Dragic. Uh, power forward. I kind of listed two power forwards. They'd make it work on this team. Yeah, the NBA is growing to be right. positionalist, but go ahead. So forward, Draymond. Forward, uh, Jokic. And then center, DeAndre Jordan. I have... At point guard, I have Dragic. Interesting, okay. I have Chris Middleton at shooting guard. All right. I have Draymond at small forward. I have Jokic at the four, and I have DeAndre Jordan at the five. Okay. Why did you put Thomas in there, and why? Like, why? what made you pick the players that you did? Um, I just think that... Wait, who was your guard? Oh, you had Dragic. Dragic. <laughs> name's so hard to say. I know. Uh, him and Jokic. Um, I had Middleton at the shooting guard. Okay, he's he, on my bench as like a small forward. He but is so good. I, I he is. I was yeah. not really familiar with Chris Middleton's game as much as I was before watching him in the playoff series versus the Celtics. He is. He yeah. is so good. He could knock down shots. He is six eight. He's twenty six. He's gonna be in the prime of his career in a couple of years, and he improved so much. He averaged twenty a game this year. He's just he, yeah, but so I, did Drogic. You I, have him, right? You have. I him. have him. I, I, yeah. So, all right. So the difference is that I had Isaiah Thomas, and you yes. had Chris Middleton. All right. I think so, if we were to roll out a team, I don't know if Isaiah Thomas would be ready, or I don't. I I just like the. I don't know. I like the squad I put together. I think. Years. Well, like I said, how Stevens brought the best in him, but Isaiah Thomas, he's he yeah, he's a shot creator, but like. He's also a defensive liability. Right, yeah, that's true. But uh, he's just a facilitator. Like, he can... He's just more of a point guard. Like, he can, he's going to get you the ball. And I feel like that he would find a good role in this team. Because this team is a pretty oh. good starting lineup. That yeah, if, I know. If he, he, he'd get them the ball. So, like, Chris Middleton... Yeah, I don't know. Like, the, the ball just got to spread. They've got facilitated. Draymond is a good passer. Jokic Yo- right. is a great passer for a big man. But they Jokic can score. He can oh, they, I think all, all these guys can. I, right, like this is a team consisting of like all these guys can score. Not, they, not Draymond. But, I wrote yeah. down their averages for this past season. I mean, they're all hot. They're all pretty hot. Dragic sure. was at 17 a game, Middleton 20 a game, Draymond 10, Jokic 18, and DeAndre Jordan 12. So that's that's crazy right yeah. there. And plus all the bench players. Like We had so many players to pick from, and it's crazy how much, yeah, how I many have, gems you can find in the second round. Honestly. I have a list of five that I kept off my off. Okay, My so uh, how many reserves do you have? You have seven? Yeah. Okay, I also have seven, so you can go ahead and list your reserves. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't really have... Well, I can count of positions. So guard... You, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Guard Malcolm Brogdon. Guard Lance Stevenson. Guard Lou Williams. Small forward Chris Middleton. Power forward Paul Millsap. Center Hassan Whiteside. Center Marcus All. 
Okay. I've got a couple different ones. I have guard Isaiah Thomas. All right. I have guard Lou Williams. I have forward Bojan Bogdanovich. All right. <laughs> he, I, the reason why I include, I'll, I'll get to him Yo, wait, in a that's second. a huge guy. He's real ugly. <laughs> nah, he's like, I think, I think he's 6'9". He's 6'9", I believe. Uh, you know, lanky arms. Not the best looking human being. Oh, it's, I'm it's, thinking of Boban Marjanovic. There's, I know, that's so confusing. They're going to get some easier names to say. Anyway. He's real ugly. All right, next one. Paul Millsap. All right. I had Patrick Beverly. And I had... I didn't even come across him. Wow. Jordan Bell. And I have Marcus All. The reason why Mm. I included Bagdanovich is because of his three-point shooting. I was looking at this team, and I didn't necessarily see... I know Middleton's a great shooter, but there's not like that guy that could hit a... Like, you need a three. And this guy shot 40% from three this season for the Pacers. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, and uh, we we talked about Lou Williams and we talked about six men. Uh, he's obviously a great talent. And I, I took, I, I kind of took age into consideration. I mean, I didn't want, like, a bunch of old guys. Oh, I didn't consider that. Yeah, I, 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 we probably should. I shouldn't have, probably, because we're just saying. set some ground rules. Yeah, we kind of went into this a uh, little loose, but we, uh, you know, I, I wanted to have Bell on there because he's more of a younger guy. He's 23, and he played great for the Warriors this year, and they found sure. a good talent in him. I let off Hassan Whiteside off this list. I'm, I'm a Hassan Whiteside fan. I know you are. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have three solid centers. Yeah. I, you, you Whiteside's don't really need... a good blocker. I know. You really don't need that. Um, Whiteside can defend the can protect the rim. Gasol's a great defender. I don't know. I just feel like I couldn't leave. I couldn't between DeAndre Jordan, Whiteside. I'm not really a DeAndre Jordan fan. I just I don't know. He gets boards out the wazoo. Though. Right. I I, <laughs> I just feel like he should be a starter. So I just liked all three of them. I couldn't leave any of the centers off. So I just kept all three. Fair enough. So the question is, how would this team do if they were in the NBA as a squad? I think. Um, I didn't well, give it, all, I didn't give an exact like placement. I'm just saying like as general question. How do you think? Well, I think it's also different in the East and the West. Right, that's too. what I'm saying. So I think this seems pretty good. They, Under, they're so deep. Like right, we left off is, great guys. Right, this team is deep. Like they don't have. I mean, my biggest star, I Jokic. You Jokic. Jokic right. is the best player in this team. Right, but like, like what what team is going to be led by Jokic to the NBA Finals? Like. I don't know, dude, but they're so... Like, right, Draymond's so, got so that deep. winning pedigree. Right, they're so deep. So, like, it's it makes it different than a regular NBA team because, like, you're not going to have to, like... Like, their worst guy, like, Paul Millsap. Like, I don't know. Like, that's Paul not... Paul Millsap's great, dude. Right, He's exactly. He's a multiple-time all-star. Like, that's... Get, Malcolm Brogdon, like, these are, like, your worst players. So, like, that's not what's going to happen on a regular NBA team. So, this is deep. But, that being said, I mean, I... In the East, okay, under right management, I think if you have like a, a coach like Steven Snyder, Popovich, whatever, this team could win the East, be up there in the East. In the West, uh, top. If you three, think about it, they got Millsap. They got the Nuggets' two best players. They have right. Jokic and they have Paul Millsap. I know Paul Millsap got hurt, but they have Nuggets' two best players, and they just had all these. I think they're. A four or five seed, honestly. In the West, yeah. In the West, and I think in the East, they they could they could honestly they could win, win the East. Yeah, this team is very deep, coached right, though. and yeah, but they, I mean, Jokic is great. I love, like, I just love. That's, I was very pleased and satisfied when forming <laughs> this team. Yeah, if if this team was made, one of them would. I mean, it would probably be Jokic if I had to pick. Would just emerge as like the clear star, and he would just really skyrocket. And he's still developed. He's twenty three years old, right? And he's still gonna just. I think he's gonna be great in the NBA. However, I think this team would not. The Warriors. Yeah, no in the end of the day. No way. We're talking about the Warriors here. Are we taking Draymond off of the Warriors, right, or no, are just, we cloning of, Draymond and putting him on this? I'm just team. trying to think of matchups, like Draymond's guarding Draymond. Right, exactly. Like Curry, Curry did. Isaiah Thomas is in my team, not yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, Man. really? That's a huge difference. I mean, go- Drogic to Clay Thompson. I think I think uh, Thompson would huge. give Middleton fits. Clay Thompson, he would lock down Chris Middleton. Yeah, so, like, that would be huge. Draymond going against Draymond, that's a battle. Um, 
And then he got, A lot like, of trash talk there. I guess, like, I mean, Jokic wouldn't guard Durant, but, like... Yeah, I don't know how that would work exactly. And then DeAndre against Wood... Zazogs, JaVale. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, obviously, they're not going to win the NBA Finals because we live in a time where LeBron James and the Warriors play in the NBA. More importantly, the Warriors. More importantly, the Warriors. Oh, wait, Unless I'm... LeBron joins the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna so... happen. I forgot to, hold on, I forgot to mention the players I left. Do you have players you left off or no? Nah, I didn't. Well, my five I left off. You didn't have any of these guys. Well, I said Hassan Whiteside earlier what? that I left them off, but go ahead. Oh, well, five I just left off were Jay Crowder. Yeah. Trevor Ariza. Ersan Ilyasova. Love Trevor Ilyasova. And then Corver and Ginobili. <laughs> but right. shout out to the old men there. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the end of the show today. Thanks for being on, Jack. Thanks for having me in our yeah. own home. Exactly. Uh, so, anyway, thanks you for... Thank you. Oof, man, I messed up. Thank you for listening. We'll edit that out later. <laughs> uh, make sure to follow the Hogline Podcast on Instagram if you don't already. And this podcast will shortly be on iTunes. I, oh. uh, It will. Yeah, no, I thought I, you were... No. It sounded like you were saying that we were sponsored by someone. This, no, this, this podcast no, no. is brought to you by... No, 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 no. Uh, I submitted it for review to iTunes, and hopefully it'll be on there within a couple of days to a week. Keep your fingers crossed. And anyway, thank you, and I hope everyone has a good day. See you guys later.